You're live, Z. I'm live? You're live. Are you sure? I'm. Because don't make me sing Seal, because I'll sing Seal. Semi-positive. Let's do this. Guys, it's your boy ZDogMD. Check it out. Before we go any further, if you want to spread light and reason like the ZPAC does, because this story is about how a member of the ZPAC brought to light both a HIPAA violation and anti-vaccine beliefs in a nurse who takes care of children for a living, and that led to corrective action on the part of the institution, Texas Children's. If you think that what this movement is doing is actually affecting change, please become a subscriber. Click the little button and you can be a part of helping to support this movement. And you get early lives, special access to different content and stuff like that, and private conversations where we can set the agenda for the main show. All right, that housekeeping out of the way. This story is insane and there's a lot I want to unpack. Okay, Texas Children's Hospital. There is a nurse there. I'm not going to say her name because honestly, the press has already done it and I have no need. To, my goal is not to attack or humiliate or further damage an individual. My goal is to report to you what's happening and to talk about the ethical issues that we have around uh, caregivers who hold beliefs that are antithetical to the evidence, antithetical to science, and could potentially represent public health threats. This is the story. This nurse is part of a anti-vaccine group online called Proud Parents of Unvaccinated Children in Texas. And this group, obviously, I'm not a member of it, but we have spies in the group. And they obviously are against vaccinating children for all the reasons that they always cite, which we have debunked again and again and again. So we're not gonna get into that. It turns out one of the nurses works at Texas Children, takes care of children, and she posted the following. And the reason we know what she posted is one of the spies in the group who is a, 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 has been working for a long time tirelessly to expose anti-vaccine sentiment within the medical profession and bring it to light so people can know what other medical professions are saying and spreading, especially if it's antithetical to the standard of care. Um, this person wrote, so quite a few people know I'm a nurse. Some even know where I work. And for the first time in my career, I saw measles this week. Well, it turns out we already know where that is because there, we know there's a measles case in Texas and it's at this institution, right? So actually most of my coworkers and ER docs saw measles for the first time as well. You know why? Because we have eradicated it almost because we vaccinate. That's why, surprise. And honestly, it was rough. You think measles requiring hospitalization is rough? You think this kid is in the ICU? You think it was rough? Uh, the kid was super sick, sick enough to be admitted to the ICU and he looked miserable. You couldn't touch him without him crying, moaning in pain. It was terrible. I think it's easy for us non-vaxxers to make, a nurse just said us non-vaxxers. Nurses are the most trusted profession, according to surveys, more trusted than physicians. I'm just gonna leave that there for a second. They are more trusted than physicians. It's easy for us non-vaxxers to make assumptions, but most of us have never and will never see one of these diseases. By no means have I changed my vax stance 
and I never will. But I wanted to share my experience and how much worse it was than I expected. What did you expect? What your anti-vaccine cohort is telling you, which is measles is a natural function of growing up and is a self-limiting illness that doesn't cause any problems, but some little pimples on your face that get better and getting it naturally is a great idea and vaccines have wrecked children's health. That's what you believe, huh? Hmm. Well, maybe this was an extreme case. Maybe most fare better, but this poor kid was bad off. And as a parent, I could see vaccinating out of fear. Seeing it made me a little more humble and maybe a little more understanding. I'll continue along with my little non-vax journey with no regrets, but I'll definitely have more compassion to those who vehemently vaccinate. You mean the vast majority of educated and uneducated people in this country. You are the outliers by denying decades of research and one of the greatest public health triumphs. Now, this bit was screen captured along with the, the first comment response to it. Listen to this. I'm not going to say this person's name because it will humiliate her because she deserves to be humiliated, but I'm not going to say it. Um, sunlight can make measles painful. He may have been exposed to too much sun. <laughs> that is the first comment to this comment about a kid in the ICU at Texas Children's who is struggling with measles and is sick enough that this nurse who is anti-vaccine felt compelled to post about it. This is the level of stupidity, misunderstanding, ignorance, and, and, and just, and this is why we have resurgent measles, because we're not immunizing everybody, we're losing our herd immunity, and this kid who traveled abroad now comes back, he was too young to be vaccinated, all right? And now he's sick. And here in this country, we have people who choose not to vaccinate, and then they are, are exposing kids who are too young or who have immune disease that they cannot be vaccinated to this disease that is potentially life-threatening, as is shown by this person in the ICU. And this is the comment, sunlight can make measles painful. He may have been exposed to too much sun. And am I using a mocking tone? Yes, because these people deserve to be mocked. We, as educated even, even if we're not educated, as members of a civil society, should shame and have no tolerance for people who are threats to public health through pure ignorance, fear, and stupidity. And when that person is a nurse, is a member of the tribe of healthcare, they need to be pointed out. And so this is what happened. That was screen captured, along with the next comment she left, which is this. Sorry, guys. This nurse left this comment. I worked way too hard and owe too much in student loans to jeopardize my license. So I deleted a lot of my responses. I love my job. I love being in healthcare. I really want to keep info to a minimum. And if when this case makes news, I'll elaborate. Love you all. Keep strong in your beliefs, you pieces of crap. We are all on this journey for a reason. And we are not wrong in our beliefs slash convictions. I'll share more as I feel comfortable. Okay? So it was clear that she realized her job could be threatened due to what ended up happening, which is it being classified as a HIPAA privacy violation to talk about a patient using any patient identifiers, PHI, patient, uh, 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 the, the patient health information. And this is what she did. So the other comment that she left next, listen to this. She's responding to the same woman who left the sunlight can cause measles comment. And this is what she said. 
um, well, so-and-so, um, still waiting on lab results. Uh, those take days. He had traveled internationally to a region, a region where wild measles is very common. So my guess would be it was wild measles, by the way, another HIPAA violation. And then this is what we circled. I'm not kidding that I thought about swabbing his mouth and bringing it home to my 13-year-old. Now this comment was not reported in the subsequent press storm that happened. She actually joked about taking a swab from this sick child and bringing it home and naturally infecting her probably unvaccinated 13-year-old child. Do you understand this is a nurse at a children's, was a nurse at a children's hospital. She is talking about spreading a highly communicable disease in the community because of her belief that natural immunity is better than vaccines. Just let that set in for a second. Well, here's what ended up happening. One of the Z-Packers, longtime Z-Packer, found this message, shared the screenshots with Texas Children's Hospital, her employer, who immediately wrote back, thank you for your message. We are aware of the situation and have started a thorough investigation of this employee. We take these matters very seriously and in view this, and this employee's view does not represent that of the organization. Suddenly the press got a hold of this. It went viral. The next day this nurse is fired. So here's the question. Was she fired for anti-vaccine beliefs? Should that be a possibility? Or was she fired for a HIPAA violation? Sounds to me like she was fired for violating the social media policy and the HIPAA policies of that hospital. As a care member of the care team for this patient, she is a covered entity under HIPAA, meaning she's bound by the rules of HIPAA, which means she cannot share in unencrypted channels patient health information, PHI, private health information. In this case, and that, by the way, if you're thinking about sharing patient stories, think again, because the definition of that is much broader than you think. Sex, age, condition, hospitalization status, any of those things potentially could be considered PHI, depending. And in this case, the fact, people are like, well, it wasn't a HIPAA violation. I mean, it could have been anybody. No, it couldn't. There were only that case of measles, right? So you're already narrowing it down. Then she says, oh, he can't, got it from travel. You've already given history. So th th this, is, this is clearly a terrible idea to share this information. Forget about the vaccine stuff. Let's, let's take some comments. Tom, what do we got? Jessica says, as an RN, unfortunately, I know a lot of anti-vax RNs. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, there are anti-vaccine doctors. They are insane. They have no credibility. Uh, you know, people like Mercola, people like Tenpenny, who doesn't even have a license anymore, uh, isn't board certified in, in, internal, in emergency medicine anymore. Um, we know these characters, and there are some that are opportunists that will write, you know, exemptions for money and things like that. So we know those guys. The truth is, I don't think the public trusts those guys that much. Nurses, however, have a deep trust because there isn't the sense that they're in this for a bunch of money. There isn't the sense that they make money from prescriptions and care and treatment and vaccines. So people really lean on them. When they violate that trust, and there are a butt-ton of anti-vax nurses, there are a butt-ton of anti-vax people throughout the healthcare spectrum, very few doctors. Uh, but the doctors that are there are, you can just tell, they're just cuckoo, right? With nurses, it's trickier because they're otherwise 
great nurses. They just happen to hold this fixed belief that is incorrect in most cases. Now, with the one in this particular group, there is a particular violation of trust. The idea that she's violating private information, talking about a patient who's afflicted. You can tell by her description that she's actually quite affected by how sick this patient is and probably quite surprised because guess what? We don't see these diseases because of the success of vaccines. That's why it's the first time the ER docs are seeing it because we pretty much eradicated measles until the anti-vaccine movement took vaccines out of some percentage of the population and now we're losing the herd immunity and it's coming back. Okay, so she's violating the trust. She takes care of children, which means she's advising parents not to vaccinate. And here she is coming to this group after seeing this sick patient and still cheerleading and then to add insult to injury, to add pestilence to plague. She is saying that she's going to thinking of swabbing this kid's cheek and spreading it to her kid like it's a chicken pox party, which is also a really stupid idea because children can die of chicken pox. I have seen it. Until you've seen it, you can't talk. So shut up. God, I get so furious when trusted members of the healthcare profession do this. Now people are going to say, isn't it her First Amendment right? No, it is not your First Amendment right to break the law and violate HIPAA. Is it your right to have anti-vaccine beliefs? Sure. And it's my right to think that you were a danger to others and a public health threat and should be fired from your job. And that's what happened here. Not because of the anti-vax stuff, because of the HIPAA stuff. But I think you should be fired for, for actually ever holding these beliefs. And because you know what? This is a private employer. Right? I'm not going to hire Tom Heineber if I think he's a racist psychopath, right? Or maybe I'll give him a raise. I don't know. But it's my prerogative to do that. And I think in healthcare, holding these beliefs is dangerous, damaging, and antithetical to everything we train and to the Hippocratic Oath and all of that. When Other pe comments. People have this erroneous notion, Z, that like the First Amendment means, I can just say whatever I want with no consequences. No, you get to say whatever you want. It doesn't mean there are no consequences, especially in private matters like you just pointed out. I mean, and the great thing about the First Amendment is it lets us know that there are these idiots out there. Because if you're a racist, if you're an anti-vaxxer, if you're whatever, you say it. And then we get to be like, oh, thank God. This person had really shitty thoughts in their head, and they let the rest of us know. And now we're all a little safer because we can get them out of our community. I will fight to the death to protect the First Amendment. Partially for those reasons, because then you know where people stand. And there's also this thing about like, okay, we're publicly we're publicly shaming this woman, although we're not using her name, yes. right? The reason we're doing so is actually, I think, righteous because people insulate themselves in these bubbles. This woman watched a child die of the measles, and she goes and runs back to her little anti-vax message boards and goes, "Don't worry, I'm still part of the tribe." <laughs> like, we need to pop that bubble in a big way because people are not doing it for themselves. And I want to clarify, the child didn't die, but the child is sick as a dog in the ICU. And for her to go back, and I'm on my little anti-vaccine journey. Okay, everything Tom said is correct. She has the right to say those things. She does not have the right to avoid the consequences that come from what you say. No Facebook group is truly secret or private. Anything you say online can and will be used against you in the court of public opinion if it comes out. I lay myself out every single day and I'm willing to take the consequences of what I say. I've said some things that I mildly regret and then I talk about why I regret them. In this case, she is feeling the consequences. And one of the consequences that we have been really bad at doing, and, and I want to differentiate between nurse-on-nurse -nurse lateral violence and bullying 
and public shaming of somebody who is a danger to others. In this case, this person has put their beliefs there. We are now taking those and going, this is why these are dumb, dangerous, and this person should lose their job. First Amendment on both sides. Now, if you think that it's just the ZPAC that does this to others, if you think that our movement is just here to shame and humiliate and hurt people, you're absolutely wrong. It's to protect children and those who cannot protect themselves. And if you think that the anti-vaccine movement doesn't do this, you're wrong. There was a Z-packer recently in the last year or two who reached out to me because she had posted a comment just as a joke saying, you know what, I think, you know, if, if, if a patient, uh, uh, if, if a mother doesn't want their child to get a vaccination, I feel like, whoops, I made a medical error, I would just vaccinate them anyways. It was a joke, and it, probably not in good taste, right? But the anti-vaxxers took her screenshot, sent it to the Board of Nursing in Texas, this was in Texas as well, and had her harassed. People were doxing her, pulling up information about her, sending you know, reviews and, and horrible threats to her. And this is what the anti-vaccine people have, doing forever, have been doing forever. I talked to Paul Offit. I read an early copy of his a recent book called Bad Advice. He has been, he's a big vaccine proponent. He has been physically threatened. He's been uh, uh, verbally attacked in person. People will stalk him. This is a tactic, a long-standing tactic of the anti-vaccine movement. Now, when our movement, which really stands for truth, science, reason, right, discourse, when our movement takes their playbook and just copies and pastes and sends it to the employer, suddenly all kinds of legal actions threaten and all kinds of, oh my gosh, and you can bet that this is going to be a massive poop storm because they're getting a taste of their own medicine. If you're going to have these uh, beliefs and you're going to take care of patients in a children's hospital, you better be prepared to stand up and take the consequences. What do you think, Tom Heineber? Comments? Mark, Mark, Mark Quaret? Sorry if I butchered your name. Says, <laughs> I've been an RN for 25 years. Since when did sharing personal opinions with patients and families become okay? This is a great question, actually. I want to talk about this just very slightly. A lot of patients will ask us, what would you do for your loved one in this case? And I actually think that is a very important uh, question to answer. So a lot of times I'll say, look, the data says this, preponderance of doctors would say this, if this were my mom, knowing what her wishes are, and I would do this. So they actually rely on us to give us, a to give a little bit of a human connection on that. So sharing our thoughts is not necessarily verboten, it's not forbidden. It's when it's an, this is a true opinion because there's no science to back up what she's saying. And in this case, what you're doing is you're undermining the care team. So the rest of the team is saying, listen, you gotta vaccinate. Here's a child with measles who was too young to be vaccinated apparently before they went on this trip and got it in a different country, came back now is suffering with this terrible disease in an ICU. By the way, and all our thoughts are going out to this child and their family who are suffering and this press is not making it better. Um, you, you, you're, you're, you, we do want to be able in a, in a position to give our personal experience and thoughts. This is why this is such a direct violation, because it has already been established. This is not a debate anymore. This is like saying, oh, they didn't land on the moon, you know, except it causes death and harm and disability. 
when we don't vaccinate. If you don't believe people landed on the moon, you're just an idiot. If you believe the earth is flat, you're just a moron. You're not hurting other people except for to hurt their brains with your stupidity. But with vaccines, if you're a nurse and you're going on the board and being like, I would swab his cheek and then give it to my child for natural immunity, you are not only dumb, you're dangerous. And that's what differentiates this. This is where it's like running into a theater and yelling fire and call, causing a panic and causing people to be stamp stampeded to death or trampled to death. I think that's a good place to Tommy wrap up. Tommy T-Bone, so let that's me- a good place to wrap up. Let me end by saying this. I am very proud that members of the ZPAC are willing to, to take personal risk to bring to light when this kind of thing is happening. We have been attacked, we're used to it. We in the sort of pro-science community are used to being shit on an attack. I'll tell you what, right now, you're gonna see a ton of anti-vax idiots commenting immediately on this video, and they're gonna be like, oh my God, look at Z-Dog's face. He's got dark circles and some weird pimples because he went to the dermatologist and had some disease removed because he's vaccine injured. That's the kind of stupidity, we're willing to take those ad hominems, that's fine. It's just dumb. What is different is we're willing to stand up and actually do the right thing for our our patients, our children, our communities. And this was a great case of that. If you think this is something you wanna be a, a deeper part of, if you wanna have sort of more personal conversations around this stuff and the topics, if you wanna support our show and support all this stuff that we do and give us a bigger voice and help go to bat for Z-Packers too who are under attack, feel free to click that become a supporter uh, link and you can become part of this sort of sub-tribe group that we have. Obviously, if you don't wanna do that, you don't have the resources to do that, hit share instead, spread the word, keep learning and teaching others and doing what you do, ZPAC. We love you and we out. Yo, Zia's straight up lost his shit. He's just not gonna take it anymore. There is so much a man can tell you, so much he can say. You remain my power, my pl See, I've really lost it. I'm singing Seal. <laughs> Kiss from a rose. Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It, it just really helps the algorithms to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me, hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I wanna hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is, Financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community, really. And we support and love each other and share, again, through our own experience, how we're waking up. So, and that, that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.